Table Talk with Rookie's Family. You probably found us on one of the social medias that we uh, love to put out. Pictures. We love to get feedback. And uh, I can tell you right now because I actually have all of our social medias up. Instagram, the podcast family. And Facebook, Table Talk with Rookie's Family. And Twitter, Uh at the podcast fam. Damn it. I failed. I failed. You can just look up so the podcast close. family on any of them and you'll find us. Okay, good. And we are uh, we, we are getting feedback from others and we really do appreciate that. It kind of helps us guide uh, what is, I don't know, what's important, what people are interested in and so forth. We're uh, five out of six today. Who's missing? Gabriel Gabe. is up at a cabin, Ooh. and I texted him this morning, and I said, "Top of the morning." His response: "Hello, do you want to call? Do you want to call into the podcast for about five or ten minutes at all?" Not really. Nope. <laughs> there was really <laughs> so no there's that. Okay. Yep, we and tried. My interaction is, "Come on, quick call." No, that's weird. Yeah. I said, "It's not really." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to a 14-year-old boy, it probably is kind of weird. We should, should call try to call him? Call, let's call him and just see what happens. Okay. Is this legal? <laughs> yeah. Can you put someone on air without... Yeah, I think we can when it's his own show. Are we subject to FCC? Yeah. I don't know his number. The, uh, the most recent review on iTunes was from someone named Gabe's Guy, and he said, tell Gabe to talk more. So. And now he's silent. And now he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gabe just really feels the love from a lot of our listeners. Yep. Matt's Lame. trying to dial him up right now. We'll see what happens. He probably isn't going to answer. The odds of him even actually being awake right now. He texted back. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, we don't know how awake he actually is. It'll just be one-word answers. Yeah. Is the refrigerator running? Oh, yeah. I have an important message about aluminum siding. He's not going to recognize this number, though. No. No. No one answers calls from no. unknown numbers. Too. There's no way he's going to answer this. Then try calling him back one more time. I just texted him that I'm calling. Hello? Oh, hey. How are you? Oh, you are. <laughs> Leave a message. <laughs> the mailbox is full and cannot accept oh, I got oh excited. How many people does he? You guys, his voice does not sound anything no, like that. No, I was like, is this a, a girl? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> he just sent a text back saying, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> well, then, you don't get paid for this week, Gabe. So We're not going to pay you so for then, this So anyway, then he has no chance to defend himself. Good. Because um, Gabe missed a very important family event this weekend. And for those of us um, in the family who know the story, it's, it's I don't know. I, I, I gave Gabe the option. He had a phone call saying, do you want to go to my cabin this weekend? And I 
you know, said, no, Gabe, you're not going to the cabin. you got to be there for graduation. Right. <laughs> um, the graduations. And anyway, I ended the conversation with Gabe by saying, I know you'll make the right decision. Yes. So. This was done on speakerphone as we were driving in. I was dropping him off at school. He had the speakerphone on. And as soon as you said, I know you'll make the right decision, uh, the grin on his face, if you could have seen that, you already, he made yes. his decision at that point, <laughs> but uh, he, was, he still had to do some charming. So he followed up that phone call with mom at 740 Instantly. in the morning to this text in a group message with me and Matthew. Good morning. Gabe never says good morning. In so, his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good morning. I was just wondering if you guys would be okay with me going to a friend's cabin over the weekend and not going to your graduation. <laughs> and I, I said, I tried to mess with him a little, and I said, oh, yeah, good morning. I'm com- completely fine with that unless you ask Grandma. And he goes, are you kidding or no? <laughs> and then I said, no, I'm just kidding. You can go to the cabin. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have done well with well, two graduations okay, so, anyways. Yeah, that being said, we had two back-to-back graduations. So we were at graduations for about six hours yesterday. Um, with a two-hour span in between the two of them, it was an extremely long day. And I don't think any 14-year-old boy would want to go through that, but I'm sure many families would have forced them to. But um, Matt had a really good point saying that Gabe's whole life, he's had to go to everything and drag to this sport and that sport and this thing at school and that Mm -hmm. thing. And uh, he's been at everything and done everything. And he did point out that he was invited to Sophia's or away for a cabin for Fourth of July last year. And I, I, I I'm being up. extremely distracted by people. Yes, here. I just pulled up on Instagram. I pulled up our uh, graduation pictures because I was going to let people know you could see a picture of the family minus Gabe. Uh, there's a couple of pictures, and I'm just looking at how red my face is. That yeah, looks a little rough in the first two pictures. Six hours. In, I guess, no, it was only a couple. Of, you were outside for like two hours. No, no, no Because no. you were outside in between the graduations when we oh, were having barely. lunch. Yeah, so that's... Uh, no, I, you guys we were, were outside, outside for like four hours. hours. Yeah. We all got sunburn because yeah. my graduation was inside and it was like two hours. You were outside for everything yeah. else. So, uh, I don't know. We didn't really preface this at all. Uh, I graduated yesterday and McLaren, we didn't really say, we just kind of assume everybody knows. Right. Mm-hmm. I graduated from the University of St. Thomas yesterday and McLaren graduated from uh, St. Kate's University yesterday. Both, uh, we were both college graduates. And we With never, degrees in? I have a uh, degree in real estate, um, finance degree for real estate development. And I have a degree in elementary education. Yeah. We are college graduates, and we never have to do homework again. Well, <laughs> you don't. And that's all that matters. Speak for yourself. She's great in the homework to, now. No, and I have to go back to school. Well, well I'm she'll, done. She'll get her master's degree. Yeah. I can't believe that you both have graduated from college. It's pretty crazy. It's just unbelievable. Old. Yep. You pretty have college yeah. graduate children. And Gabe's graduating, so you'll, your youngest kid will be in high school, so that makes you really old. Yeah. Are we those people now? Yeah. I always mm-hmm. remember those kids in, in grade Can school. Can you take that photo oh, off yeah. of that? In grade school, whose parents were like yes. old as hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, really I don't know if you guys are there yet, but there always were those kids where those? their parents were like, 
or oh, siblings. Upper 50s, and it's as like a young kid, you're like, damn, you got old parents. Or siblings that have graduated college or yeah. in college, you're like, wow. Yeah. Hell's pretty old. But I don't know about hell. It's funny because on the opposite end, I've always had the really young parents. Like, I'll tell people how old you guys are, and they're like, wait, why are your parents so young? Yeah. But you guys didn't have me young. We were it's 27. Just, yeah. Yeah. And oh, they're like, oh, your parents old. are really young. It's just when you, like, are talking with a, a the youngest child of a family, mm-hmm. their parents are always way older. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. You're yeah. pretty moderate for me. Yeah, I'm moderate. Yeah, well, I'm saying, moderate. like, yeah. my friends' parents are around your guys' age. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So why don't you guys talk a little bit, like, McLaren, what are your plans here? Um, so now that I'm officially graduated, I've applied to teach in the St. Paul School District and the Minneapolis School District. Um, I haven't heard back from Minneapolis yet, but I've heard back from St. Paul. And for education, they do this kind of complicated process for getting a job. They do pools. So you're placed in, you apply, you go through an interview and at that point, you either get accepted into their pools or they say, we're not going to move forward with you. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, within the pools, they send out your name to all the principals that are looking to hire people. And then the principals will reach out to you based on your resume and if you're a good fit. It's first come, first serve with the uh, principals? I honestly don't know. I, I, I have no idea how okay. that part works yet, but all I know is I'm going to be in Europe when my name is going to go out to all the principals. So So you're doing the cliche, I graduated from college, I'm going to go find myself in Europe. Exactly. Go backpack, man. (laughs) Spiritual quest. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that's right up my alley. Huge backpack girl. Well, I'm very jealous that you're heading over to Europe again. Yeah, so that's my little spiel. Matthew, how about you talk about you? Yep. Um, I've mentioned it a couple times just in passing, but I haven't quite addressed it. I am moving to Boston um, in the next, uh, essentially next few weeks. Boo. Um, I'll still be calling into the podcast, so you won't uh, you won't be hearing the last, last of me. It'll just be less in-studio time for me. You can um, get home. Yeah, yeah, quick flight. Uh, but I'm also going to Europe with McLaren, um, myself, McLaren, and then Haley, my girlfriend. We are going to Europe. I'll be there for, what, 10 days. McLaren's going for a few weeks. Um, so that'll be cool. Cool. Uh, go to some places we haven't been before. And we're going to Paris, Budapest, Rome, and then I'm leaving. And McLaren, you're going to, um, you I'm, know, I'm not saying that. Amalfi. Yes. Amalfi Coast. Amalfi. In, uh, the Italian coast. Um, so that's what we're doing short term here, and then after Europe, I'll be in Boston um, for long term and uh, running the company that uh, I have uh, started with a friend of mine, um, who's um, we yeah, will be in Boston together running the company. What's it called? It's called Aereo. A r a r y e o. Where do you find do? it? Aereo dot com. A r y e o dot com. We build software for real estate photographers. Very uh, glamorous business. I'm sure everybody knows exactly what that means. Um, yeah, I don't want to get like too in the yeah, you know, with it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go on the so website. Who are, you your your clients confused. would be uh, real estate agents and yeah, professional so, photographers. I mean, yes and no. 
Okay. Uh, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yep, I am. Yeah. Um, real estate real estate agents, when they're selling a house, will hire a real estate photographer okay. to shoot the house, and they'll do all they'll take all the pictures and whatnot that you'll see on Zillow. Our software powers the businesses of the real estate photographers, so they do all of their um, scheduling, payment processing, image delivery, all that through us, and then when they upload pictures to, to deliver to their real estate agents, we create marketing materials for the real estate agents. Okay. Think like flyers, property websites, slideshow videos, the type of stuff you'll see online. So it's not local or regional. It's, it's No, we're, we're all over the country. We have photographers in, I don't know how many states now. Um, a lot of that. Would that be an interesting thing? Do you yeah. still have that one in Australia? Didn't you have an Australian Yeah, we got two new Australian photographers You're this international. Week. You're yeah. worldly. We got our first Alaskan photographer this week. Ooh. We hadn't had one of uh, one up there. Do you want us to come visit Kind of interesting. Yeah, Mike. Mike up in Alaska. Wow. Well, we'll miss Very you. Cool. But yeah. we're really proud of both of you for uh, completing <coughs> your, your college journey. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a cool experience. I'm excited. Uh, we just yesterday, again, attended your commencements. Mm-hmm. And well, Matthews was in the morning and McLaren's was in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, and one was far better than the other. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Which one was better? Who do you think? The University of St. Thomas put yeah. on quite a show. UST really was did. phenomenal. It was, uh, it was very well put together. Um, it was quick. I think, what, 9.30? The, we were done by... Probably 11.30, 1130 yeah. yeah, which is for 1,500 kids graduating. That's a pretty fast graduation, so they did an awesome job. I will say that they held my attention, too. Uh, you know, when you're reading the names, of course, you're going to zone out. Zone yeah. out but yeah. uh, the the speeches you had and the people that spoke, the the board, the trustees and mm-hmm. provost, that was, uh, I thought they were well-spoken and they didn't linger. Brief. They were brief. That's the thing. They were to the point. But it wasn't like to the point and not where it's like bad. Like it wasn't. They they showed genuine interest and care mm-hmm. and did it in a way where it's like we know you don't want to be here all day. Welcome. Let's move on. And it was very orderly. Yeah. Um, the highlight was definitely our commencement speaker. So yeah. good. Amazing. The, um, so uh, St. Thomas brought in a priest. His name is Father Greg Boyle. Most people know him from his. Book. He's New York Times best-selling book called Tattoos on the Heart. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a priest out in California, and he is famous for working with gang members. Um, and his sort of organization is called Homeboy Industries. That's my favorite thing. Homeboy, Homeboy Industries. Industry. It started as a bakery, and it, he had a bakery that he would basically, the goal of it was to get gang members, give them a path out of the gangs and give them work and mm-hmm. purpose. And, and they'd be working with, like, rival gang members. Yeah. So it would be, like, gangs that hate each other and want to kill each other, and they're in this bakery having to work mm-hmm. together. It's now the world's largest gang intervention and rehabilitation program. I did not know that. Yeah, so he's grown it pretty big. He's been doing it since the 70s or maybe the 80s. Say, say the, the beginning 80s. part of his speech. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he said, um, yeah, this is like the, one of the first lines. He said, for I've... Uh, I've been working with gang members for about 35 years or so. Uh, so, um, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I've been working with gang members for 35 years. So the fact that your president thought that I would be fitting to uh, come and speak to this graduating class—that's uh, something that you can take <laughs> up with, uh, with your president. So he was pretty funny. 
Um, Another good line about uh, when the president, President Sullivan called him and said, what are your feelings on free speech? And he said, well, I'm all for it. And she said, good, you're going to be giving one. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) That was. Uh, But he went on and told, first of all, he didn't read a speech. That was he delivered his speech, looking at the crowd the entire time, and didn't stumble a single time, didn't look down. uh, And his speech was, we should find if we could have like get a video of it and post it because it was absolutely incredible. It really was. It was amazing. Um, He basically told he kind of had not tell the story. I won't won't tell the story. Watery eyes. I won't tell the story, but he had some recurring themes in it, and he told the story of one of the guys that he's worked with throughout his time with uh with his bakery and he had people crying in the crowd oh my god that was uh, so touching yeah. that's how good his speech was i had that throat uh, just yeah. choking up where i could not breathe well, i had tears running down my face I it's no kleenex it wrecked so, my makeup yeah, yeah you can imagine that and i heard grandma then say later in the day oh she had a tear down her face like a line <laughs> where a tear went from yeah, my I makeup i saw that <laughs> well no one told her yeah how rude <laughs> Yeah. Well, I could have, like, so I felt bad to point it out. But whenever, <laughs> most of the kids, college kids are just trying to get out of there. They want to graduate and they want to go party. Right. But when he was speaking, everyone was silent and completely enthralled in what he was saying. He did such a good job. Yeah. So read his book or do a little background. Father Greg Boyle, Tattoos on the Heart. I've read his book. I read it freshman year of college. We read it in, uh, in a class. And it was... It's as good as that speech. Like it's sto- it is it's yeah. not preachy stuff like a like you'd think a priest would write. Right. It's these stories of like experiences with these gang members. So it's a really cool book, Tattoos on the Heart. Uh, and I would highly recommend Sophia it. Sophia has it, so mm-hmm. I'm yeah, definitely I'm gonna, gonna read, read that. that. Yeah, the book too. is great, is what you're saying. Yes, which is a word that oh. he used. Yes, <laughs> the book is great. <laughs> yes. Um, and then it went on, you know, the, the read the names and closing, bingo, bingo. We got out of there, yep. stopped at a friend's house, had lunch. And, and then yep. <laughs> Kate hit, and it only went downhill from there because our speaker, unfortunately, her speech was not as fluid and Didn't move gracious as the other. He was, he was tough to follow. Yeah, really tough you speech. could not yeah. ever compare the two. And I thought that yours had potential. However, she just, speaking's not her yes, thing. Yes, and that's fine because it's not everybody's thing, but she, I'm not going to name names, but she's got a really cool job. She works on the set of This Is Us. So we were all excited, like, oh, This Is Us is really big. They've got Grammys. This is going to be so interesting Grammys. and awesome. Grammys. Oh, sorry, not Grammys. What is it? Emmys. Emmys. Mm-hmm. And... She just, speaking is clearly not her thing, and her speech was very choppy, and it didn't flow. And then, of course, at the end, she's got to get super political, which was not the time and place to do that. So it was just a bummer, and we had our speakers, like our student addresses, well, first we had two of them. Our president did this super long introduction. Everything was just carried out. And our graduation, and we had only 300 graduates, lasted the same amount of time as Matthew's. Mm. And it was just boring <laughs> and pitiful. Well, it w- pitiful is too strong of yeah. a word. Speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy the woman that read off the names. She did a phenomenal job. She did. Um, I was a little put off by the fact that they are not ADA compliant at the school, however. Unbelievable. So we Make did have to known. leave Grandpa down on the main floor sitting by himself. Um, which was disappointing because when you go to a graduation, you want to be with your family. 
St. Kate's is not ADA compliant. In that that known one more Federal time. Auditorium. Yeah. yeah. Not inclusive, which is their huge thing about being inclusive, and they are not. And even if they were grandfathered in with the building, um, you would think hey. they would still want to. Grandfathered in. Hey. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, no yeah. We got them in. We got them in. We just didn't get them up the stairs. You'd think that they would make some type of effort to have a lift. It doesn't have to be the fanciest elevator. It might yeah, be a little something. unsightly. but like a hand crank? Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the back. Get on the pedal and start. Uh, I was disappointed by that. Yeah, and I, I, I think too. shame on St. Kate's for um, not, especially when they have big shows. They have pretty big yeah. shows come through and there. And there's only bathrooms on the main level, so we had to climb up at least four flights of stairs. The, the men's bathroom, you had to go down, down a flight stairs. of stairs. Yeah, down six stairs, yeah. yeah it, it just was disappointing. Um, I don't think that they should hold any kind of graduation ceremony in a mm-hmm. building like that. No. Knowing that grandparents are coming to graduation. Yeah. saw the Nutcracker there once. I did, too. But then they also had a room for people because you were only allowed a certain amount of tickets, so they had an overflow space. Well, the TVs didn't work in the overflow space. They weren't great. Yeah, so... They were on, but you couldn't see much. It was just really disappointing, and I told everyone we didn't need to go, so... Well, you participated. Neither here nor there. I'm so happy that we went. I am as well. Because, I, like I said to you, I went for you, and I don't care about any of the other stuff. This it, is true. I, it's something that... It may not have been great to be at, but I think it's something you would have regretted not being I at. Well, I have to do it again, so now I don't have to do the other one. Well, the, the graduate and the other smaller graduations like that are much easier, I feel like. They're not, uh, they're not, not the big undergrad right. thousand oh, kids. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think that they're more intimate. since we uh, did a little beat town in St. Kate's, I, I, we, should, <laughs> we should at least say one very positive thing. That campus is beautiful. Oh, they really have so nice grounds, gorgeous. and it's well uh, it's well cared for. And when I was a kid growing up, I grew up a block away from St. Kate's, and we would go by on our bikes down to Dewdrop Pond, and we would go past. They used to have a little Sounds hill. Like a, like a storybook, like Dewdrop Pond. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Fairy tale. Yeah. Look for bullheads and turtles. Yeah. And as we would ride by, there was a hill, and there was a statue of Mary or maybe St. Kate. I don't even know who it was. I and there were always fully habited nuns sitting in um, hmm. those old uh, backyard chairs. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were fully, yeah. I don't know what they were, aluminum or whatever yeah. they were. But, you know, they were uncomfortable. Woven. Yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, they would wave, and it was such a pleasant memory. And I always remember riding my bike around the campus going, this is really a cool playground that we live a block away from. Uh, I was just going to say, if you wait a month or so and go there, um, the flowers that they have there are—they really are amazing. I will say, it's absolutely beautiful. St. Kate's campus is very pretty, even though I do—I'm not a fan of the school. They do do a really nice job with the grounds. Even walking yesterday, we walked from the chapel to O'Shaughnessy, and it is very pretty. The chapel is also gorgeous. And one more yeah. good thing about it: whatever their lunch. Places there. No, we're not complimenting that. We've already talked that we're going back there for lunch because the prices there really Y'all good. Are. And the you food was really yeah. good. Catch not me not there. It was really good. And then shame on the city of St. Paul. Yeah. There, there, there is permitted parking. And there are signs on Randolph. We were not tagged. We had a, a parking place in a in a private area, 
But Ooh, big spender. Yeah, big spender, which is across the street. But it was free. People <laughs> did not pay attention to those signs, and the meter maids went up and down and tagged every single car there. On graduation day, I think you got to cut some slack. I, I agree. I see no issue with ticketing those cars. You're not allowed to park there. I know. and it's permit parking. It's here, Saturday. Here's why it's permit parking, because I understand those people don't want there. college kids parking for one day a year for a graduation, I think, because it's all, per- even if you go a couple streets over, it's still permit parking. You have to go down like three blocks to get to non-permit parking streets. If you let them park there once and they don't get a ticket, they'll think they can park there then again. Ticket them and not every get a other ticket. day, but this one day, shame the on other them. thing is, though, you don't know maybe a, a neighbor maybe called and complained. And then the other piece of that well, is that uh, St. Kate's. Um, does have parking lots, and they were running the shuttle from the parking lot, so that was that was awesome. But here's the problem: St. Kate's already has a parking issue that the students can't park there. So when you've got well, they're building multiple families they coming, yeah. then there isn't enough spaces on campus for everyone attending that graduation to park. Well, got it. Well, anyway, there was some good, some bad. The good outweighed the bad yesterday, and. Uh, yeah, we went back to our house and we had some fun. Yep. Yeah, we did. A lot of fun. Buka, oh, so good. Yeah, props to Buka for uh, that was really good, uh, really good, and really spicy. Buka the best. Yeah, we served a really spicy pasta that pretty <laughs> much none of our guests liked, so it just meant more pasta for us. It's literally, your mouth is on fire. <laughs> we we had like no idea. Spicy. Well, and we didn't know. They didn't say online that it was going to be very spicy. And I took a bite and I ran outside and like. Haley, Grandma, and Grandpa, you're not going to want to eat the pasta. It's too spicy. I was, like, rubbing down the pasta with a paper napkin to get off the spice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for not letting so me good. see you do that. I started to McLaren really bad. Yeah. Oh also, my God. side note, so we had, it was from Buca de Beppo. Yep. Buca de Beppo means Joe's Hole. Oh. What? Buca de Beppo means Joe's How Hole. How could it be Joe? Uh, that's what Beppo is. Beppo is a like Joseph. It's a spelling of Giuseppe. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. So, that's, so you're eating that Joe's hole. Isn't that like mouse? No. Bo- bo- Buka. Buka means hole or pit. Beal. And uh, Beppo is a spelling of the name Giuseppe. That's hilarious. So it means Joe's hole. Boucher. <laughs> That's so weird. Boucher, B-O-U-C-H, is mouth in French. Well, I, I, this is I hole was thinking for like some a, reason it was Well, boca is mouth. mouth in Spanish. Well, your mouth can be a hole, too. Shut your pie hole yeah. over there. Well, right. you betcha. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Now, well, folks, I guess we'll call it a new name now. That's the kind of insight you're not going to get on those yeah. national <laughs> podcasts. They're not going to break down Buka to Beppo. They're going to call it Joe's Hole for now. We're going to make it Joe's that. Hole? Okay, we got her. <laughs> so weird. And no one will know. It'll yeah. be a code. <laughs> <laughs> weird. That oh, is thing. really funny. Yeah. Interesting. So I had some... Um, Speaking of the graduation speeches, and a lot of people like to give advice in graduation speeches, um, some of which might be, do what makes you happy. Oh, God. Do you guys think yeah. that's a good one? Yep, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I like and it. the fact is, pursuing happiness rarely does make you happy. I think pursuing... What, per- what does that mean? Idealized happiness. Hap- I'm not even going to get it. I'm okay, no, come on. Break no, it down. We're going to get way too philosophical Break it down. Yeah, let's hear it. No, I don't, no. 
Ideal. What did you say? Idealist. Idealized happiness. Where <laughs> there's like a picture of happiness that you are seeking, you will fail ten times out of ten to achieve it. Yeah, I agree. Happiness is a mindset where you can like accept what you have and be content and happy with what. Okay, you have. I I won the baseball game. There's. Uh, your goal was to win the baseball game. Are you how how long are you content? How long are you happy? That's I, I don't I really wouldn't even like put it in like a shopping makes me happy. No, me it too. doesn't. It doesn't because you keep doing it after you've already yeah, shopped. Then until you look at your bank account and you're like, oh yeah, no, this is not happening. That's why you just don't check your bank account. What do you expect <laughs> to get from when you're at a commencement like that? Don't, they're obviously going to say, go conquer the world, uh, be yourself. Uh, treat oh, that's respect. number two on my Unless list. Unless you're at St. Oh, really? Kate's and they just start saying no. some political right, stuff right, right down your throat. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is just be yourself. Yeah, no. And the point of this article was a lot of times kids use that as an excuse for bad behavior. Yeah, they do. And they go like, hey, I was just being myself. Express yourself. How yeah. I do. Yeah. I, so I will say. Be, be the best version of yourself. That might be better. Being a commencement speaker, that is bucket list for me. Speaking at a commencement, that that would be the coolest thing ever. That would be neat. I would I am, like I'm available. That. I am available. Yeah. Yeah. If any school Matthew. wants me to come and speak, <laughs> haven't done anything. Uh, you have given a commencement address. I'm talking like I want to be the commencement speaker, not the student one. Well, okay. All right. Uh, how about <laughs> follow your heart? No, I hate. Che- I love cheesy things, but I hate stuff like this. Yeah. What does that, that mean? Kind of we'll break that down. Like follow that. your heart uh, means a, what? It's a feeling. It's what not you're passionate what about. You I would be. No. It's not necessarily the best decision. I think you can. Oh. Weigh, it can weigh in on your decision, but do not. Yeah, because if I followed my that. heart, I'd be on the side of the street. McLaren's heart broke. leads her in the worst direction. <laughs> I'd be walking <laughs> the beach in Florida. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, live for the moment. I like that. Yeah, yeah you do. I do. Mm. Enjoy what's going on. Participate, don't anticipate. Okay, I could YOLO? See that. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> yeah, because we do say participate, Party. don't anticipate. Enjoy what's going on. Moment. Don't but, look at what's okay. coming next. So, it, but you still have to plan for your future. Yeah, but that's a whole different thing. Like okay. I'm just saying enjoy what you're doing. Don't be so worried about what's going to happen that you can't enjoy have any fun. Enjoy what's going on. It's mm-hmm. a perpetual cycle. But isn't that nice? Right now, uh, you've been working on uh, Ar- Ario for... How many years? A couple years? A year for me. Okay. Uh, but but Brannick has been doing it as well. A year and 11 days I've been full-time. And now this is something that you're happy and passionate about, and you're living in the moment. You, mm-hmm. as a school teacher, when, once you get hired, you're going to be doing exactly what you want. I mean, it's yeah. that's just a really happy time in your yeah. lives right now, and you're you're lucky. Yes. So soak it up. Until so. your student loan uh, repayments start kicking in, and then you're like, oh, God. You just ignore that and <laughs> here pretend it's not real life. summer job doing. Yeah, here you're comes real life. I'm transferring to Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Here's the last one. Take the road less traveled. Stupid, too. What okay, so, so this says sometimes the road is well-traveled because it is the best road. Ooh. Someone else has paid that, that about for that. you. Why make it harder for yourself? Yes. That's fair. Well, two roads diverged in the yellow wood, Dad. and I'm sorry that I could not travel both. Okay. Who's that? Robert Frost. Good job. Thank You're you. Welcome. That money paid off. Mr. Sullivan. Well, that money paid off. That's great. The road oh. less traveled. Early bird gets the worm. The second mouse gets the cheese. 
What does it mean to take the road less traveled? What are you talking about? Yeah, now you're just saying <laughs> random things. It's like they get the the second, the like, second mouse gets the cheese? Yeah, because yeah, the first, first one, one gets caught. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, sometimes it's beneficial. Mom, even I from. got that oh, one. Lord, I'm a little slow today. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty. I think that I didn't make it up, but I, I don't you know. give me credit for yeah. that. But No one would. Uh, but when you say the ro- take the road less traveled. Wh- it means like you, you're... You thought of something that no one else has, and you're gonna, or you're going off by yourself. You don't know what's gonna happen you because that no dad. one's gone down that road. Like when you went into radio, yeah. you oh. were going to not do that, and then you took the road less traveled. Yeah, because right, you cause had some studied. other great jobs <laughs> <laughs> that would have supported you. <laughs> you could have gone the Ninja Turtle route. Oh my or god! Or the other uh, the Cook? painting. Cook. The yeah. wildlife art. Yeah. Or yeah. The, the Cook. What was the other? Fails. Yes. Yeah, Teresa yesterday came up. She said, I listened to the podcast yeah, today, and she said, man, I've been wanting tacos all day now. <laughs> <laughs> the deep fried club bar tacos. Yeah. Um, I liked your question though. What like what would what are you looking for in a commencement speech? Like yeah. what is what do you want them to say? For me, the coolest commencement speakers are people who have had abnormal experiences. Like this, obviously, Father Greg Boyle has done stuff that no one else has ever done before, right. and mm-hmm. he has an interesting insight and perspective. I would like he did exactly what I want to hear. I want to hear stories of like what just even if it doesn't have. I like more specific stories like specific examples where he went into a single person and told about his experience right. with a single person. That's like, and then you take what you can from that experience. That's like the most valuable thing to me. Whereas you, this is kind of what you're touching on with this list mom, of this general advice. Not great. I don't know. It's not that helpful. Here's what I did. Everyone's okay. heard that before. Whereas this guy, he had Please some, say. some themes in there of, I don't remember exactly what, I'd have to go and watch it again. Life experiences. Yeah. Um, but not, yeah, okay. Um, but not doing just generalized advice, like work hard and mm-hmm. focus, or that's not valuable. No. I like, I, I agree. I like the life stories, and especially if you've done something really cool right. that people want to hear about, that's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear you stand up there and say, oh, yes. You will all move on and do great if you follow your heart. Like, no, we're old enough where that stuff is not of yeah. value to us. Go out and conquer the world. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm going to try. Yeah. The yeah. world doesn't need to be conquered. <laughs> Literally make something yeah. or tell a story that's happened to you, happened to someone else. What have you done that was cool to inspire us? We don't need to be told, oh, you need to be inspired. Give us a story to go off of. Right. Especially at the college level. Yeah. It's kind of like when they give advice like this, in a way they're talking down to you. Yeah. I mean, you're all college graduates. You don't need advice like take the road, less travel. There is, I will say, there is one somewhat exception to this. The admiral at the University of Texas, Austin, who I think everybody has seen this speech. Yeah. Oh, make your bed? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Everyone has at some point on Facebook come across this speech where it is somewhat general advice. But he also kind of puts it in a, an interesting way. Like his example, th- most people call it like the make your bed speech. Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't um, seen it. He's We're a Navy Admiral, Admiral shot. McRaven. And he, his first thing is make your bed in the morning. You start your day off with a win. You feel good. You've accomplished something already. And then you move on in your day to accomplish the next thing. 
And it's somewhat general advice, but at the same time, he delivers it in such an incredible way like that motivation. It, there's, you still find value in it. So it's interwoven in other things. Like, I guess I don't want you to stand up there and give off a list saying, you're all college graduates. Now go free. Follow your heart. Like, that yeah. stuff, it's like, no. this no. guy's not doing that. Okay. He gives pretty much actionable things. And he ties it in being a Navy SEAL and whatnot. Uh, so that's that's the one kind of exception, commencement speaker. I, I, I found that part in this speech here, so let me. And then the six months. So here are the ten lessons I learned from basic steel training that hopefully will be of value to you as you move forward in life. Every morning in steel training, my instructors, who at the time were all Vietnam veterans, would show up in my barracks room, and the first thing they'd do was inspect my bed. If you did it right, the corners would be square, the covers would be pulled tight, the pillow centered just under the headboard, and the extra blanket folded neatly at the foot of the rack. It was a simple task, mundane at best, but every morning we were required to make our bed to perfection. That seemed a little ridiculous at the time, particularly in light of the fact that we were aspiring to be real warriors, tough, battle-hardened seals. But the wisdom of this simple act has been proven to me many times over. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. <laughs> you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. Hmm. Really neat. That, uh, His voice. How so many of us make our beds every day? No, I actually think making your bed's a horrible waste of time. Oh, I definitely <laughs> agree. Okay. I totally agree. Yeah. Buy it. Every single Buy When it. I moved out for my short amount of time, I made my bed every single day because that was my space in that house. But at home, I'm like, I don't even care. I'll come home. I get right in my bed. And I doesn't need to be made because I spend a lot of my time elsewhere. If I'm in my organized mood and my room is clean, then I make my bed all the time, but... Sometimes I'm not like that, so then I just most of the I think time. it's actually proven you sleep better if you get into a bed it that's is. been made. I like it unmade because then I don't have to waste time taking up no, 10 pillows. It gives you the mindset that you're going to bed and you're yes. getting ready to sleep. Yeah, it's part of the the ritual, the routine. Yeah. And um, yeah. I um there is one thing that I would like to hear from a if I was a college grad in the commencement speech, and I've only heard it once. I'm going to pay off your student yeah, debt. That, <laughs> yeah. that would be Wait, good as well. He, your commencement speaker yesterday started off with that. Yes, because someone just did I know, it. The I know, I know. Oh. I'm saying that. He said he, he couldn't. Yeah, do it. I know. I'm sorry, he was I will joking. not. Be. Right. The funny thing is, when I was at the Boston College commencement earlier this week, the commencement speaker made the same joke. <laughs> like, I wish I could pay I'm off sure your they debt. I'm sure they all feel bad so, about this. Every college these Who past couple of weeks. Who was the guy that did it? The billionaire. Just a uh, random guy? Was it with an M? Was it Robert? Like Robert? Smith? Robert Smith? I I think so. Because uh, I'd never seen. Know. I saw pictures, but I'd never actually seen him before. And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh. 
Sophia. Sophia is spelling commencement. commencement. Oh, my God. <laughs> someone someone say how she just spelled that. C-O-M. Morehouse College. Wait. C-O-M-E-N-S-M-I-N-T. That's how it's spelled in my head because that's how it sounds. A billionaire Robert Smith. Hey, we got Robert, it. Robert Smith. Hey. I thought that was oh, it. I forty million dollars. It cannot be that much. How how would you is that a write off? What is that? Maybe he's got a foundation where they need to dump yeah. off some cash and <laughs> there's no way their student debt totals forty million dollars for one class. Well, I know okay. over four years, but how much money is this damn college? <laughs> right. Do not Google that's Robert Smith. <laughs> that's a different Robert Smith. That's the Robert Smith from The Cure. What on earth? He's crazy. Yeah. On the yeah. Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's the, the, there we go. That's the guy. Rob, that Robert Smith has a lot more money than the other Robert Smith. <laughs> Robert, Morehouse College is $26,000 a year. or $27,000 a year. It can, well, and they, how, so what are they, I mean, what's how many graduates do they have? So even if you, and you know there are scholarship students there. And the class mm-hmm. size is, the total undergrad enrollment is 2,200. So you're telling me There's, 550 yeah. kids paying full tuition for four years is going to total would only $40 million. Be four, that would only be like $15 million if four, they're all paying full price. 1,400 uh, graduates yesterday, right? From St. Thomas, 15, yeah, fifteen. Okay, I did 1,400 times 40,000 is 56 million. Yeah, if if they're all paying full, and I did think of that as they were lining up, going 40 grand, 80 grand, <laughs> uh, 120 grand. That's what Grandma turned next to me and she goes, "Can you just imagine? Look at all this money as all the students were processing in." And I was like, "I never thought about that, but when all those kids sit there and they paid." Fifty thousand dollars to yeah. go there. I was gonna say you're low on forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like fifty-two thousand dollars each. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. What is the endowment for? Oh my gosh, the endowment at the University of St. Thomas is four hundred twenty-nine million dollars. What does an endowment mean? And that was in two thousand sixteen. Where your scholarship money is coming from? It's like Dang. money. Don't. Yeah. Well, do you want to know Harvard's? Uh, it's yeah. in the billions, I bet. $38 billion. Wow. Uh, I also believe that uh, NYU has the largest college endowment out of any so that college in the country. the money they set aside for mm-hmm. to give scholarships? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's the, just like reserve money. Yeah. Okay. Money that's been donated Res- yeah. and they keep on hand. It's, I think Harvard's the biggest. Do you? I, I, well, it could be a public institution, though. Maybe. Versus a private institution. Yale is next to 26. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because uh, New York City bus tour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> so dorky. When we did the, the bus tour. Oh, yeah. And uh, Megabus or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. And um, the tour guide said that as we were going through <laughs> Mom. NYU's campus. You I'm like taking the facts. Uh, this is a off topic, but about NYU. I've walked through NYU's campus quite a few times when I was out in New York. Do they really have a campus? No, it's well, like it's, no, it's literally it's just, just like yeah. here's our buildings in the middle of like all these tall city buildings, and I'm just kind of like, not that I had a great college experience, but I couldn't imagine going to college like right there. It's so well, you weird. You have a whole city at your in New York. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It's like really cool. you can't Remember have like class. how do you have yeah. parties? You can't really have like any parties. You can you don't go to people's houses. 
It's like a, a completely different they style go to the of clubs. Yeah, right, it right. is. That you is true. Gossip girl. That's true. <laughs> Their endowment is four point three billion. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's yeah four point three billion dollars. It says they're like twenty fifth in the country. Really? Wow. <laughs> All right, we want Stinky. our money back. Seventy four million. Yeah, there we go. Oh. The endowment seventy four yeah. million. Wow. Good luck. Wow. Good luck. Good luck. Well, someday you no. guys can go back to your colleges and you can wipe out their student debt with Aereo and you Wouldn't can you wipe it out with uh I'd like to wipe I'd, I'd like I'll to wipe out the education department because they only had what six girls graduate from there yeah. this year. So you could just choose the education department. No, I'd like to make a commencement speech elsewhere. Mm. And Matthew, I'd suggest you wipe out the debt. For uh, social work at UST, yeah, it wouldn't take much. Nine kids, yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised by that. Yeah, they have a building for it. Like each kid could literally have their own floor in this building, given the amount of students that are in the program. I don't don't get it. St. Kate's is big in social work. They are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll trade you for nursing. How was your first year of college versus high school? Yeah, I loved it. I super. I super. Um, I had a super <laughs> fun time. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. It's a lot easier and manageable than I thought it would be. So. It's e- you think it's easier than your high much school? Much easier than my high school. Yeah. It's kind of funny because at high school I was always not like lower in grades, but I wasn't the smartest one there. And in college, I feel like I'm not like highest of right, right. grades, but I'm. I don't know. So you're educating yourself with confidence a little more than... Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad. And uh, what is your major going to be? Do you know? Have you decided yet? Real estate. Real estate. Huge real estate girl. You don't know what I'm interested in, McLaren. Oh. I like to go into real estate for like the first beginning of my life and then on the side do fashion. Excellent. That's my plan. Follow your heart. No, wait. Uh, live life easier. What is yeah, that? Be yourself. Oh, yeah. Just be mm-hmm. yourself and everything will be good to go. Yeah. Easy. All right. Well, let's wrap this uh, version of the pot. This is the Memorial Day version. By the mm-hmm. way, thank you to all of those who have served, mm-hmm. who came back, and for those who didn't come back, uh, your uh, grandfather was in the Navy, Frank Williams, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, he was all over the world. The and... Uh, my grandfather was also in the Navy, mm. in the Navy band. Uh, I don't think uh, Red uh, yeah. saw any combat or any hard <laughs> action. I think he was just going up and down at the parades. And then uh, my uh, dad's brother made it as far as St. Lowe and didn't make it back. And uh, and he is uh, a veteran. Uh, and we're, we're remembering him on Memorial and Day as well. Isn't he a Purple Heart? He is a Purple recipient? Heart recipient. Yeah, he was uh, R.I.P. in peace. Yep, he had a rough go, and, and now we're good to go. So, all right, let's remind people. If you're on Instagram, it's the Podcast Family. Uh, Facebook, at the Podcast Family. Yep. Twitter, at the Podcast Fam. How do you remember that? You don't even it's have it written down. Thing. You don't even have it written down. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Leave a review. It gives us a bump so more people can find us. And tell three people you know today to listen to this podcast three and also if you would like to be an advertiser to table talk with rookies family we are ready and willing to listen to any and all offers give us a call joe's hole (laughs) (laughs) right exactly all right thanks so much and uh, we really appreciate you uh listening to table talk with rookies family 
shout out to our sister podcast, the Garage Logic podcast as well. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Gabe, we did it without you, but we sure missed you. (laughs) 